Welcome to our Valor podcast. This is Mike Jonker, Pastor Mike here at Harvest. This podcast is a part of the men's ministry at Harvest where Greg Laurie is senior pastor. Hey, we're not only going through the book of Acts on Sundays with Pastor Greg, we're also going through it in our men's ministry and Harvest Groups ministry, which is pretty cool because it helps us move through God's Word together and gives us a great synergy and connection when we get together, get together in our men's groups. We are in Acts 9, verses 20 through 31, and we are looking at this man named Saul who had just had a one-on-one with Jesus Christ and was changed forever. Saul, soon to be Paul, was saved changed and impacted by Jesus Christ. I was talking with some men the other day, and one of them said, Mike, before I became a Christian, I never knew that Jesus was a real person. I thought he was a myth or a legend. I didn't know that he was a historical person. Well, he was, and there is substantial evidence to prove that. The bigger question is, is Jesus who he claimed to be and who others claimed he was? Saul didn't think that Jesus was the Son of God that Jesus is the Savior and Lord, until he had an encounter with the resurrected Jesus himself. After that encounter, he went from being a disbeliever and an adamant persecutor of believers and followers of Christ to a devout and radical proclaimer of Jesus Christ, both Savior and Lord of all. And you can check out last week's podcast with, with Pastor Elijah to hear Saul's encounter with Jesus. I was in a grocery store the other day walking by the book and magazine section, and I saw a Time magazine that had the 100 most influential people of 2021. And had a picture of some of these people on the front cover, and my first thought was, well, good for them. But my second thought was, really? I think we would all agree that in our generation, there are people that have made great impacts and been great influencers. People like Steve Jobs. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, even guys like Anthony Fauci have had a great influence or made a big impact in the way we live for better or for worse. Years ago, a man named Will Durant, a great uh, American historian, published a book called The Greatest Minds and Thinkers of All Time about men and women who have impacted the world. And it's a pretty interesting book. Get the audio book. And we would recognize names like Michelangelo or Aristotle, Mozart, Galileo, Isaac Newton, Albert Einstein, Thomas Edison, and others. And I'd have to say, besides the greatest change agent of all time, Jesus Christ, this guy, Saul of Tarsus, later to be known, the Apostle Paul, not only influenced his circle, but he influenced the Roman world of his day and all of history as we know it, even to this very moment right now. God had told a man named Ananias about Saul, that he was going to be a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And it was tough sledding for Saul, but he didn't do it alone. So let's read Acts chapter 9, starting with verse 20. After Saul's encounter with Jesus and after Ananias had gone to Saul at God's direction to encourage him to pray. So let's start in verse 20. It says, Immediately Paul preached the Christ in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. Then all who heard were amazed and said, Is this not he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem? And has has he come here for that purpose so that he might bring them bound to the chief priest? 
But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Now, after many days were passed, the Jews plotted to kill him, but their plot became known to Saul, and they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and led him down through the wall in a large basket. When Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, and they did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, that he had spoken to him, and now he had preached boldly in Damascus in the name of Jesus. So he was with them at Jerusalem, coming in and going out. And he spoke, spoke boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and disputed against the Hellenists, but they attempted to kill him. And when the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him out to Tarsus. Then the churches throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and were edified. They were walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, and they were multiplied. Like I said before, the book of Acts is like an action movie. And think about this. Saul went to all of these places, Judea, Galilee, Samaria. He went to Corinth, Galatia, Ephesus, Philippi, Colossae, Thessalonica, Berea, Athens, Rome. And he was preaching the truth about the life-saving work of Jesus Christ. He also wrote letters that we read today about God's love and salvation. He wrote about justification. He wrote about predestination. He wrote about this new life we have in Christ, and on and on. Paul had picked up the torch where Jesus had left off. Peter, John, Paul, all three were used mightily by God, but no one more than Paul. I want to consider what he did also, but look how God brought people into his life to help. Two guys in particular, Ananias, who we looked at last week, and Barnabas. And how important it is to function as a family, as a team, as the body of Christ. You know, guys, uh, we are kind of like kings in our own castles, leaders in our home. And of course, we share that stewardship with our wives for those of us who are married. And uh, man, we need help with that, don't we? But as far as our walk with Jesus and our calling and position in his church, we are all in it together. You know, we're in the thick of football season, and you may have your team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady or the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers or L.A. Rams with Cooper Cup or Aaron Donald, or maybe you're a Charger fan with Justin Herbert or Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. These guys, they win and lose as a team. I mean, some stand out, some get more public accolades, but the guys on the teams know that they need each and every player. These quarterbacks, their favorite players are the linemen. Oh, they love the linebackers. Everybody has their part, their strength, their gift. And the Bible even says a man's gift will make a way for him. But I have a question for you today. We are at the beginning of a new year, a new season. Is God using you are you using your gift to help the church to do what we, are, we have all been called to do, to tell people about Jesus and to make disciples? Last week, we looked at a reluctant Ananias go at God's direction to a radical Christian killer turned Christian named Saul. Ananias said, okay, Lord, I'll go. 
and he ministered to Saul. In the passage we just read, we read about this guy Barnabas, whose name means son of encouragement. He steps out and he helps Paul to become welcome and effective in the church. He exerted himself a little bit. He steps in and helps Saul become welcome and effective in the church. He introduced Saul to the other disciples in Jerusalem. He exerted himself. You know, when I first became a committed believer, I came out of a lifestyle that included, you know, surfing and partying and working and more partying. And it just seemed like whatever I was doing, there was always partying in there somewhere. Well, I gave my life to Christ and I went to church and it was great. Um, Usually I was with a girlfriend of mine, but I really didn't fit in too well when I was by myself with some of the guys and just what was going on at church. For whatever reason, things weren't clicking. I was somewhat popular and fit pretty well in the world, but and I thought, maybe I'm doing something wrong. I went to Bible studies. I went to church. I was committed. I wanted no part of the world, and I was growing, but I wasn't like slotted in, and this guy named Billy took me under his wing. He was 10 years older than me. He had gone to the same high school as me, and I didn't know him, but I found out that he went to the same high school as me, but he really came alongside and he helped me. He introduced me to his crew at church. He let me hang out. They were a little bit older, uh, even had kids, but, you know, he let me go on a few vacations with them to the river that didn't include partying. He just showed me the ropes. And I was so thankful for this guy, Billy. He's still a friend. He was, uh, he was my Barnabas. My question to you is, are you helping others? You know, God wants to use you in the body of Christ. Some are sitting on the sidelines. You know, Paul wrote to a young Timothy, a man that he mentored, and he wrote in Thessalonians 5.11, he said, so encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. Are you doing that with someone? Hey, if you're not, won't you start? Commit this year to discipling someone, to come alongside someone, encouraging them in the faith. Maybe you need someone to come alongside you. Maybe you were like me, just not really, didn't really fit in. You just need need someone to come alongside you. Well, hang in there, keep praying, and step out in faith. God will make it happen. Hey, maybe you would join a group, one of the harvest groups, the men's groups. You can go to harvest.church forward slash group and get involved with that. But it's so important to do this Christian thing, to walk this walk of faith together as the body of Christ. And there's no better time to start doing that. That's how God works. He uses each and every one of us. And sometimes we're discipling and sometimes we're being discipled. God works that all out. But we need to be together to do that. So I just pray that you would pray about being a part of the body of Christ this year. Don't be isolated. Don't be a Lone Ranger Christian. Get involved. Be a part of what God's doing. We will see people not only come to faith, but we'll see people grow in faith. And in the meantime, we'll be growing in our faith too. So God bless you. Hey, you guys, I wanted to let you know that um, we have a men's prayer breakfast coming up this Saturday at both campuses. It'll start at 8 o'clock and go to 9.30. We spend uh, time in really, really uh, powerful time of prayer praying with other guys at your table, but we, we pick topics and we pray over those things. Usually it's our family, our church, our country, uh, people that we know, but we really get together. We pull together and, and pray, and uh, we have some breakfast burritos and some coffee and orange juice and things like that, so that's all there, but hope you can join 
us this Saturday from 8 to 9.30. That's at Harvest Riverside and at Harvest Orange County. And you can find out more information about that at harvest.church. So God bless you, and um, we'll talk to you soon.